Hey guys, welcome to the Filming with Josh podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Milligan, and this is episode number 80, Why You Should Trademark Your Name. This is the Filming with Josh podcast, brought to you by Rustic River Media. Welcome to the videographer's home for tips, tricks, and how to make flicks. Thanks, guys, for tuning in for another episode of the Filming with Josh podcast. If you are new to the podcast, I want to thank you for listening today. The Filming with Josh podcast is your home for tips, tricks, and how to make flicks. On this podcast, we talk about all things video, from business-related topics like we're going to do today to how to write a script and storyboarding and editing tips. We talk about camera gear and more all on this podcast. We also have a Facebook group called Filming with Josh, so be sure to go to Facebook and type in Filming with Josh and ask to join the group today. The Filming with Josh Facebook group is a continuation of this podcast and is also a place where you can come and post and ask questions, share videos, and ask for feedback and things of that nature. So be sure to go to Facebook and ask to join the Filming with Josh group today. Today's podcast is going to be a business-related podcast where we're going to talk about getting your name trademarked. And what I mean by name is your business name. I think it's a very important strategic move in your business, whether it's a video business or photography business, to get your name trademarked. And if you don't, you might fall victim to what I just did to two separate companies this past month. So we're going to talk about that today. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about something that my attorney has helped me with over the past couple weeks. Um, But before we do that, speaking of my attorney, I do want to reference episode number 67, which is titled Video Contracts with Justin Blunt. Again, that is episode 67, Video Contracts with Justin Blunt. He is my attorney. He was actually on this podcast a while back where we talked about video-related contracts. We talked about um, LLC and why or why you shouldn't get one. We talked about film permits and who owns the raw footage and all kinds of different things. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I want to highly encourage you to go check it out. Uh, But that same attorney, Justin Blunt, helped me uh, with getting my trademark and he also helped me to defend it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, many of you who are listening to this podcast might identify more as a creative person and less as a business-oriented person. That's very common. A lot of people just don't want to deal with the business side of things. They just want to grab their camera and go shoot, whether that's photography, whether that's video, or whether that's editing, something like that. But the point is, is a lot of people out there are so creative that they would rather focus on their creative side than they would the business side. And I totally get that. But there are some things, even as a creative person who may not love the ins and outs of business, there are some things that you still need to do to protect yourself. Uh, Some of those things we talked about on that episode with my attorney back in episode 67, and then some of it might be things such as trademarking your business name. These are little things that make a huge difference in the long run, especially if you don't do it. And so whether or not you like business, whether you care about business and you just really want to be more of a, on the creative side of stuff and you just don't want to deal with this, the reality is, is that you're going to need to deal with it at some point because the business side will catch up to you if you don't take the time to dot your I's and cross your T's, which is uh, what we're going to get into now. So back in 2015, I rebranded my business from a previous business name to Rustic River Media. So I 
I was already in business. I have been in business for a few years, but I rebranded as Rustic River Media in July of 2015. So that was what is 2023, I guess about eight years ago now, or getting close to eight years ago now. And when I rebranded my business, the first thing I did was I did a deep web search to see if there were other businesses with that name. Uh, I, I checked Google, I checked different domain websites. I wanted to know were there other businesses that had websites similar to Rustic River Media, were there other companies that were similar to Rustic River Media or Rustic River anything that had to do with video or photography. And at the time there was nothing out there. So I had already wanted to go with that name for various reasons. And after doing a deep Google dive and a deep, you know, search on different search engines for like GoDaddy or things like that, where you can check for domain names after searching and realizing that there was nothing out there like it, I decided that that was the business name I wanted to go with. So the first thing I did was file for a DBA in the county that I was in. If you don't know what a DBA is, it means doing business as. And I filed as a DBA so that I could be a legit business and be able to, you know, make money and pay taxes, etc. And then eventually I started my LLC, which is Milligan Enterprises LLC. I went with Milligan Enterprises LLC because I can file different DBAs under that LLC and they'll all be protected by that LLC. So if I ever wanted to start, you know, another company, whether it's just a I don't know, an editing house or something, I could do that and keep it under the same umbrella as Milligan Enterprises. So I started that LLC and then I filed a statewide DBA with that LLC. So uh, in 2015, after originally getting the county DBA, I eventually got the statewide DBA and the LLC filed. And that gave me a lot of business protection. And again, I keep referencing this podcast episode 67, but if you want to learn more about why you should do some of those things, go listen to that podcast. My journey does a better job than me of explaining some of that, uh, but be sure to check that out if you want to know more about those things. Now, after I filed for my LLC and my DBA, I ran my business like that with that protection for about five years. And then in 2020, right before COVID hit, I called my attorney and I said, hey, let's trademark Rustic River Media. And he said, let's do it. So we filed for a registered trademark. And if you are unaware of what that process is, you can technically do it yourself, but it's really better to get an attorney. It doesn't cost a ton of money. I can't remember exactly what I paid, but it was like anywhere from 300 to $500 for the process. And that was hiring the attorney and filing for the trademark because there's a, a price there. Maybe it was a little more, I can't remember exactly, but it wasn't a lot of money in the grand scheme of things, especially when you think about it from a long-term investment of protecting your business. But either way, in 2020, I had decided that that was a move I wanted to do. So we filed for a registered trademark. Basically, he filled out all the paperwork and submitted it to the USPTO, which is the United States uh, Patent and Trademark Office. And then and it's a several month long process where they have to kind of go through and look and make sure that there's no one else out there with a trademark of Rustic River Media or anything similar to that in a video or photography or media related business. And then if after their search, they determine that no one else out there has a trademark similar to that, that I would be infringing upon, then at that point, they can put it through a process where it's like an appeals process where other companies can have the opportunity to for and an appeals process lasts for a couple months, two, three months, something like that, maybe longer. I can't remember exactly. But once it goes through the appeals process, basically they're saying, look, we searched 
we don't see anything out there that this is infringing upon. But before we grant the trademark, we're going to put the appeal out there and, and let it be known that this is a trademark to be. And any other company out there that wants to argue that they have that name, this is their time to appeal it. And if no one ever appeals it, then the, then eventually, after a several-month waiting period, the trademark gets granted. And then once it's granted, you own the trademark. So I went through that process. My attorney filled out the paperwork, submitted it to USPTO. We paid our, we paid the 300-something or whatever it is dollar fee. And then uh, they went through their several-month-long process of vetting it to make sure no one else had that name uh, or a name similar to that. And then once they determined that, they put it up for the appeals. No one appealed it. And so after several more months, they finally grant, granted my trademark and then sent me the paperwork for that. And so it, it took a long time. It took like over six months or something like that to get the trademark from the date that we started doing it, started the process. But then once it was granted, I own the trademark for Rustic River Media, and that is national protection all across the United States. And it's different than an LLC, right? Because when you have like an LLC, that's just protecting your business from like lawsuits and things like that, or protecting you personally from lawsuits by having like a shield or a layer of uh, that separates you and your business. So, you know, if someone breaks their leg on set or something, they would sue the business and not you personally. Like that's the idea. So there, and there's other reasons like tax reasons and things like that, but this is different than that. This is, this is protection for your name. This is protecting your name from anybody else causing confusion with your name and taking customers away from you because they create a business with a similar name. That's the idea behind getting a trademark. So once I filed my trademark at that point, no one anywhere in the United States of America can have a business called Rustic River Media, nor can anyone anywhere in the United States of America have a business similar to the name of Rustic River Media or anything like that within my industry, or else they would be infringing on my trademark. So that means that you could not have Rustic River Films, you could not have Rustic River Photography, you could not have Rustic River Editing, you couldn't have Rustic River Video, you couldn't have anything like that because you would be infringing on my trademark. Even if it's not the same identical name, it doesn't matter, it's too similar. And if it's similar, then it can create confusion, which by law, is an infringement of my trademark. That's why you get a trademark. Well, I've had the trademark now for almost three years, and it was a move I, I did because I want ultimate protection in my business. I have incredible contracts that I've been developing for years, and I still develop because I run into all kinds of weird things. Again, we talk about this on that podcast with my attorney, but we run into the strangest stuff, right? Scenarios you would never dream of running into, and then when you run into it, you're like, wow, I never thought of that. Let's add that to our contract moving forward, and so my contracts have been developing and continuing to develop for years now, but they're bulletproof and they allow me to, to operate safely and to be able to protect my business from the strangest things you could ever think of happening. And, and I wanted the LLC to add that layer of protection. And then I wanted the trademark to protect my name. And now I'm working on a trademark to protect my logo. There's all these different layers of protection that I want so that my business is as secure as I can make it. And nothing is ever completely safe, but you want to protect your 
business as much as you can, whether it's protecting it from uh, from someone taking your name or or causing confusion with a name that's similar to yours, or whether you're protecting your business uh, from uh, or, or protecting yourself personally from liability lawsuits or things like that. There's all these layers of protection, and all these reasons to do it. And the, the safer you can make your business and the more you can protect it, the more valuable you make your business. And if you ever want to sell your business one day, which I have no intentions of it, but yeah, you never know. But if you ever want to sell it one day and you've got trademarks and LLCs and all this stuff, then you're just further adding value to your business by making it more established and more legit, right? So I I wanted to protect my business as much as I possibly could because I worked really hard to create my brand. I've created this podcast for 80 episodes in. It's sponsored and brought to you by Rustic River Media. My name, the name of my company is everywhere that my podcast is the filming with josh facebook group that i've had for years that i put a lot of time into every week is uh, a, you know a filming with or is a rustic river media based group you know i have my website that i've had for years we're getting ready to rebuild that website but it's been up for a long time my logo's been everywhere i've been to all kinds of trade shows and things and passed out business cards for the last eight years that's a long time eight years is a long time to be in business and you don't ever want to risk losing everything you've built up. And that's the idea of getting a trademark is to protect you from ever losing what you've built or from protect yourself from letting other people come and take from what you've built. So with that being said, I want to dive into what can happen if you do not get a trademark because I just this past week took down two businesses because they were infringing on my trademark. Let me tell you what happened. A few weeks ago, I was Googling something to do with my business, and I happened to notice a website called Rustic Rustic River Photography. I was like, what the heck? I've never seen that before. And I don't know how I never saw it, but I've just never seen it. Now, the website was created two years after I created mine. So it wasn't there when I did that initial deep dive that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast when I first started my business. So that that never existed at that time. And it even says on the website that they started at a later date than when I did. So this is a business that came after mine. And see, this is proving my point, right? Like this particular photography company based out of Louisiana, that particular company obviously either A, did not do a deep Google search to see if there's anybody else doing video and photography under a name similar to Rustic River, or they did and didn't care. But either way, there's a website that I found called rusticriverphotography.com, and that is a problem. Because if people go to Google and they're searching my name and they type in Rustic River, and before they finish, Rustic River Photography pops up, they might think, oh, this is probably that website that of the guy that gave me the business card the other day. Or, oh, this must be the website of the guy whose podcast I listen to. Like, that's a problem, right? I I can't have that. That's causing confusion for my customers. And sure enough, I went to look at their social media platform and some of my friends are following them. And when I ask my friends, it's because they're like, oh, for some reason, I thought that was your page. That is a major problem problem. Rustic River Photography cannot exist. And unfortunately for this particular person, it was a woman who uh, owned this photo business. 
I won't say her name, but she had been building this business since like 2017. So she's been in business for six years now. That's still a long time. And for six years, she's been branding herself under Rustic River Photography on Instagram and on Facebook and all of these various other places. And that is a major problem. And is a problem not only for me, but it's a problem for her because she spent six years building that business up. And little did she know I was going to put a stop to it. And that's exactly what I did. I reached out to my attorney and was like, dude, check this out. And he's like, yep, that is a major infringement on your trademark. So I politely reached out to her and told her what was going on so that she could understand she's infringing on my trademark. And all I did was ask that she please change her business name. And that means that she has to change not only her business name, but she also has to change her website name, her social media names, everything. It all has to be changed. Even She's even in the not has to be changed because even though I don't do anything with weddings and I don't do anything with, you know, uh, maternity photos or anything like that, I still do photography as part of my business. And that's like my business is a media company. We do photo and video, right? And editing and things like that. So she is still, even though I don't do weddings, for example, she's still infringing on my space. She can't do that. She's infringing on my trademark. That is a problem. So she's got to change everything. Everything has to go that has to do with Rustic River photography. So I reached out and I told her that. And she responded, you can talk to my attorney. (laughs) I was like, okay, done deal. So I hired my attorney and I said, let's do it. And so we drafted a cease and desist order and basically sent it to her attorney saying, you have to remove your name and change it. You're infringing upon our trademark. Here is our trademark, which of course they could search it by just going to the USPTO's website and doing an official search for Rustic River Media in there. They would see it, and basic trademark law clearly states that you can't create confusion for customers, which she's doing. So she's obviously in violation of my granted trademark here in the United States by the USPTO. So even if this ever would have gone to court, she'd have lost. But once she saw that I was serious and I had an attorney involved, she agreed to have a private conversation with me, and she was very upset because she had been building this business for six years and she's like, Josh, this is how I, I support my family. I've been doing this for six years. And I said, look, I understand. And I know this sucks. And I know this is really, really, really hard. And I'm not trying to hurt your business. I'm not trying to take away from your business, but I did get a trademark for a reason. I started my business two years before you started yours. I went through the process of getting a trademark to protect my name. And like you, my business is how I support my family. My wife stays at home and and raises our kids. She does photography for my company, but my company is how I support my family, just like yours is how you support yours. And as such, I have no choice but to protect it. And you can create confusion for my customers. I work all over the world, not just in Texas, I work literally all over the world in different countries and continents, including your state of Louisiana, where I just shot a project last year. And so because of that, we have this international reach and you having this website is going to create confusion for our customers in it. And anything that has to do with that name, Rustic River Photography, has to go. And she understood. And she agreed. And I gave her like two or three months to change. I think it was like two months to change everything over. So I think her website's still up. But I gave her two months to change it so she would have plenty of time. But after two months, that website will be taken down. And so will her social media and everything else. She'll either have to rename her social media or Facebook or an Instagram won't let her rename it. Then she'll have to delete the accounts and start all over. And that's going to suck. It's going to sting. But that's what happens if you don't get a trademark. This is why you have to get a trademark. Not long after I found 
that business, I started Google searching because I wanted to know, are there any other companies that are doing that? And I have searched before, but I guess I just hadn't searched extensively enough to see if anybody had been in violation of my trademark. So I did a deep Google dive and sure enough, I found another website called Rustic River Films out of, I think it was Georgia. And I was like, oh my God, that's even worse than Rustic River Photography. <laughs> so I reached out to them and told them the same thing and they wouldn't respond. So I told my attorney, I said, let's send them a cease and desist order. And then finally they didn't respond to us. They never responded, but they deleted everything. Their website's now down. Their social media is down. Their Facebook, their Instagram, their Vimeo. Um, their, uh, they had a page in the knot as well. It's all gone. Everything's gone. They deleted it. And again, they started in 2016, which is a year after me, but they started after me and they never got a trademark. So they're violating my trademark. And again, just like this girl out of Louisiana, either they didn't do a deep Google search to see if there was another company similar to that, or they did, which they probably did and just didn't care. And that's on them. And they didn't get the trademark. I did. And therefore, even though it's not Rustic River Media, it's Rustic River Films is still too close. They can have Rustic Barn if they want, <laughs> or they can have you know, white water, white river media if they want, but they can't have rustic river together because it's way too close. And so after sending the cease and desist order, they shut everything down and are now no longer under that name. I don't even know what they're going to do because they too had a social media presence, but it's all gone. And again, they've been in business now for seven years and they just lost all of their branding, just like that girl from Louisiana did. And I know it sucks. I know it's really hard to go through that. But this is why you have to file a trademark. If you don't, you could end up having someone do to you what I just did to these two companies. And I know that that is a um, hard thing to go through for these companies, but that you've, you've got to take the time to get your name trademarked. You've got to protect your business at all costs. You have to because it could end up costing you years of branding and years of, of development of, of marketing your business because that's what ultimately happened to them. They lost years of time and effort into branding their business simply because they didn't get a trademark and because they either knowingly or unknowingly started a business that was similar to a pre-existing business that was already in their industry with a very similar name. And again, I don't know if they knew or not, but either way, they should have done a search. And if they did do a search, they shouldn't have created a business too close to mine because that was not very smart. And if they were going to do that, then they better beat me to the punch and got the trademark, um, which I would have probably been one of the guys to appeal their trademark because I've been in business longer than both of them. But you get the point. They didn't do any of that stuff and it bit them in the butt. And so I'm telling you this on this podcast today to give you the advice of going and getting a trademark. Even if you're new to video and photography and you're just starting out, if you've invested 10, 15, $20,000 in gear and software and you started your business, even if it's a side hustle business for you, if you're going to spend the next several years branding your business and creating, you know, a following on social media, and if you're going to be, you know, going to trade shows and passing out business cards and all that stuff, if you're going to take the time and money to invest in branding yourself. And if you're going to buy gear and go through the process of creating an, a, creating a business, you got to protect it because you could fall. I don't want to say the word victim because they're not victims. You know, they made a mistake and created a business similar to a pre-existing a business. So I don't want to use the word victim, but you can fall into 
a little bit of trouble where this happens to you and you lose everything you've built up if you don't take the time to protect it. So if you're listening to this podcast and you've got a video or photo related business or any business for that matter, and you haven't filed for a trademark, go do it. It doesn't cost all that much money. I think it's 300 something dollars to file for. I can't remember again the exact cost. It's been several years since I've done it, but it's under a thousand dollars quite a bit under probably by the time you hire an attorney and, and, and fi- pay the, the, the fees, it's not going to cost you all that much money and it's going to be worth it. Every dollar is going to be worth it if it protects you in the long run, because even if it did cost you, like, let's just say an attorney near you, but bet- between the attorney cost and getting the trademark, let's just say it set you back, it did set you back a thousand dollars. Wouldn't that still be worth it? If six years, seven years down the road, you didn't have to change your business and lose everything you've built up. Um, on on your social media because you just didn't want to spend $1,000? Wouldn't it be worth it to spend that money in the long run to just protect yourself? Of course it would be. So protect yourself, get a trademark for your name. And then if you're really wanting to protect yourself, get a trademark for your logo. I think getting a trademark for your name is more important because you can create a slightly different logo if you have to. Um, But losing your name is a big deal. So I highly recommend going and finding a local attorney and filing with USPTO to get a trademark for your video or or photo-related business today and start that process. Again, it's going to take a while. It's going to take several months, but it will protect you in the long run. And it's possible when you go to file for a trademark that they may not give it to you if they find that there's a business similar to yours. And if that's the case, you better change the name of your business today because at some point, someone's going to file that trademark and find out that you exist and then make you delete everything. (laughs) And then you, and if you don't delete it, you're liable for lawsuit, right? You could sue for damage. You could be sued for damages if someone can prove in court that you've theoretically taken away from their business. You don't want to run into any of that. Avoid it all. Avoid it all. You don't want to be liable for lawsuit. You don't want to lose your branding. So if you do file for a trademark, and you get denied because your name is infringing on someone else, then you better change your name today and get that done now so that you don't get in any trouble, right? And you, so you don't lose everything now. Like go ahead and, and bite the bullet and, and change your name today. And if you are one of those people who created a business that's similar in name to another company, shame on you. You shouldn't do that. Be original, man. Don't copy someone else's name. If someone else already had a website up and was already doing business in, in, in video and photography with a similar name of yours, don't don't create a name similar to theirs and just be like, oh, I'm in a different state. Or, oh, if I just slightly change the name, you know, it won't be that big a deal. Don't do it. Be original. If there's a company out there if you want to be, you know, red balloon media, but someone's already got you know, purple balloon media, don't do that. Don't be that guy, right? Or girl. There's no reason to do that. Be original and get a trademark. Anyway, I know this is a shorter podcast today, but it is one I wanted to do because it's relevant to something that I just went through in my business. Again, Rustic River Films is down. It's no longer in existence. And Rustic River Photography is being taken down as we speak. So it is a very current topic for me and is something that I wanted to talk about in today's episode or this week's episode so that you can have that on the back of your mind and can get that process started today. If you enjoyed the podcast, I want to encourage you to please subscribe to it. We talk again about all kinds of things this podcast from new gear releases to tips and tricks. You name it, we chat about it. 
even if it's trademarks. We talk about it all in this podcast. And be sure to not only uh, rate this, the podcast and subscribe to it, but be sure to go to Facebook and type in Filming Josh and ask to join the group today. I will see you there. Take care. To learn more about Rustic River Media, visit us online at rusticriver.media. Thanks for listening to the Filming with Josh podcast. Catch every episode by hitting subscribe today. Yeah.